You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Coming up, a very special treat for your weekend. Nick Shakur, the man who plays Zebedee from The Chosen, makes an exclusive sit-down with me. We've also got a look at Moms for Liberty and some breaking news. Keep it right here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. Yeah, he is playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, I hope you're going to have a great weekend. If you haven't made plans yet, make sure you join us uh, for That Kevin Show on the Salem News Channel uh, Saturday night and Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You can get it on any Salem News Channel app, which is available for all of the devices, Apple, Roku, all of that stuff. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on the web. You just go to snc.tv and see it for yourself. But every Saturday and Sunday, 9 p.m., I'm holding court, and we've got a big, big show for you this weekend. I'll give you more details on that a little bit later. Some breaking news today, that infamous Long Island serial killer suspect, he's in custody uh, back in 2010 and 2011. I don't know if you remember the stories, but uh, there were about 11 sets of human remains that uh, had been strewn along a suburban beach highway, uh, and they had wondered and pondered and you know th- thought they couldn't find the right person. Uh, this uh, Rex Harriman is a married father of two, an architect that lives on Long Island. Um, looks like a family man other than this uh obviously the police have a very very good reason to bring him into custody on these charges so that'll be all worked out in the courts to come but those uh those bodies that mystery had gone unsolved for quite some time and it looks like they finally have a suspect in custody on that now that's a story a story that, I mean, unless you're one of the family members of the 10 victims, you, you may not care a great deal about. Um, as you're, if you're listening and you live in Massapequa or, or Gilgo Beach or somewhere like that, you may be glad that this man is behind bars. But it's not going to actually impact you if you're not connected to the story in some way. But what is going on at the White House absolutely impacts every one of us. And I cannot express the bizarre outcome of the White House Secret Service conclusion to its uh, investigation into the cocaine that was found in the White House. Some of you have not been with me in a while. Cocaine in the White House? Yeah, cocaine in the White House. And there's so many things wrong with this on so many levels. One, the, the White House is a sacred place. Um, there have been people that have sat in the Oval Office who have had to make major decisions. Do we send our boys to war to cross-channel invade France to take back Europe from Germany? FDR had to make that decision. He made it in the White House. George W. Bush had to decide, do we go back and and go get the people that knocked our buildings down on 9-11. It was a somber, sobering moment of history. Usually where where God's wisdom was sought, because most of these presidents prayed during those hard times, and at the very least, great sobriety, word used intended, great sobriety to handle our nation's business. So, When you come up with an illicit drug that's not legal anywhere, and it appears not just in the White House, and it was not in a high-trafficked area, as Corinne Jean-Pierre tried to make us all believe uh, a week ago, it was actually in one of the most secure spots in the most secure building 
in the country. And only a handful of people had access to this entrance uh, and the, the way to get into where it was found. Only a handful of people have that. The first family, it's one of them. The vice president, another one. Now, security people inside the White House, off the record, or I should say anonymously commenting, have said that the surveillance tapes and the visitors' logs match with what they believe happened in the residential library where the coke was found. There are surveillance tapes and there are visitors' logs to indicate who might have been in the building at that time and who might have been in that specific area of the building at that time because they keep track of such things. In addition to that, yesterday, the White House, the, the political side of the White House, tried to say, oh, well, there's no DNA evidence and there's no fingerprint on the bag, so who knows who it could be? Well, we don't have to settle for that because the surveillance tapes and the visitor's logs exist. But it turns out the security people inside the White House said, yep, uh, fingerprint matched the person that we thought it was when we looked at the surveillance tapes and checked the visitor logs. So you've got the fingerprint on the bag. You've got the surveillance tapes that concur and the visitor's logs confirm. Oh, and by the way, uh, the person that that they think that is uh, came at a certain time and left before a certain time, and then the and then the coke was found after that certain time. So you've got a timeline. You've got three pieces of evidence that would seem to indicate one person is a very strong suspect in the matter. And then you have an issue that I did not know about until today. But did you know that um, not long ago? There were two dime bags of weed found in a similar place in the White House. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, Kev, you know, now weed is legal, so it's not, you know, no big deal. Okay, sure. Yeah, fine. Are you okay with the most secure building in our country that houses the commander in chief, that houses the, 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 the seat of response to the issues that we face as a nation, are you are you okay with recreational pot-smoking crackheads just doing their thing in the private residential library of the White House? Is that just, is that where we're at now? Is that just cool? Because it's not cool with me. The presidents that have served us, that have sat in that Oval Office, that have lived in those quarters... Most of them have had deep and profound respect for the people of the United States because it is our house. We pay for its existence so that they can live there. It's kind of like a parsonage on a church property. They buy the house and let the pastor live for free while he serves the congregation. While our president serves the country, we, let, we give him a nice place to live. And it's to be respected. And very sobering decisions have come out of there. The, the most horrific of sobering decisions, when to send your child to war, amongst other things. But now, evidently the videotapes, evidently the visitor's logs, evidently the two dime bags of weed that was there last week or the week before, last month, whenever it was, the fact that there's only one person in the president's inner circle that even has a cocaine addiction. I mean, coke addicts, generally speaking, aren't what we're trying to let into the White House. If, if I had gone as a journalist and tried to come in with cocaine through the journalist's entrance, uh, it would have been discovered and I would have been arrested and I would never be invited back. I would be on a blacklist. Somebody in the president's inner circle is getting his pot smoking on and his coking on while at the White House. But the Secret Service said the evidence was insufficient to name a suspect, so they closed the investigation on how cocaine got into our White House. More on this on That Kevin Show this weekend on the Salem News Channel. I hope you'll join me. Coming up next, a very special treat, especially if you're a fan of The Chosen. Stay here. 
Hi, I'm Kevin Cottrell, talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. Dan, Buttafuoco and Associates fights for the maximum benefit for your client. Tell us about a specific case. Well, we had one case in particular where the client was a sheetrocker and fell off a scaffold. He had a pretty good lawyer, actually, and the lawyer was trying to settle the case. God only knows what reason for $600,000. The client knew it wasn't enough. He changed to our firm. We took that same case to trial, and the jury awarded $5.5 million. We literally changed this man's entire life. The lawyer missed the most obvious injury, which was the traumatic brain injury, which we diagnosed in my own office and got him to the right doctors. Butterfuco and Associates cares to get you the best results possible. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for your maximum benefit. Call 800 now hurt. That's 800-669-4878. Butterfuco and Associates. 1-800 now hurt. 800-669-4878. Chosen People Ministries is excited to announce a special concert in New York City with renowned Messianic Jewish musician Joshua Aaron. Who will perform at the New York Society of Ethical Culture on Sunday, July 30th? Joshua Aaron is an award-winning American-Israeli independent singer and songwriter who resides near the Sea of Galilee with his wife and five children. He's founder of Gather the Nations and hosts an annual Worship in Israel tour, bringing believers on an unforgettable journey to the Holy Land. His music, sung in English and Hebrew, blends a wide array of sounds, including traditional Jewish genres, reaching millions of listeners of all nations and languages. Experience a joyful night of messianic worship, sung in English and Hebrew, and be sure to bring a friend. For tickets and more details, go to chosenpeople.com. That's chosenpeople.com. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98 and just $10 more you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow. 12345 numbers most important for prostate cancer treatment. One excellent results, two avoiding robotic surgery, three maintaining sexual function, four keeping urinary control, five avoiding robotic surgeries penis shortening. 12345 our goals of prostate cancer treatment for you. I'm Dr. Lederman. Men with prostate cancer wish great results avoiding robotic surgery, maintaining sexual and urinary life and penis integrity. Meet Dr. Lederman to learn more. For free booklet DVD, call 212 Choices. All outpatient 1384 Broadway at 38th. Most insurance Medicare Medicaid accepted. Call Dr. Lederman 212 Choices. Decades of experience treating thousands with prostate cancer. 12345 Results avoiding robotic surgery, quality of life, penis integrity. 12345 You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Call 212 Choices, 212 Choices. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. The open borders policy pursued in fact, if not in law, by the Biden administration has created far greater dangers from illegal immigration than America's ever confronted before. Aside from the substantial challenges posed by the Mexican drug cartels, America's seeing migration from far distant countries. Most concerning, there's been an increase of more than 1,000% of migrants from countries including China and Afghanistan, and many of the immigrants are young men of military age. It's not easy to reach the United States from either country, and given the oversight and control China in particular exercises over its citizens, it's a safe bet they're coming here with their government's blessing. So why is China, our key adversary on the world stage today, 
now sending their young men across our borders. And the better question is, why is our government permitting them to do so? You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, my next guest is someone that if you are a fan of The Chosen, you have seen uh, his face. If you're a fan of some of his other work, you've only known him by voice, Nick Shakur. Hey, how's it going, man? I got to say, when... Someone uh, drops me a note and says something about, uh, you know, hey, are you interested in talking to so-and-so from The Chosen? I always rush to do it because I think this little this little uh, engine that can that you guys have going now in season four is one of the most remarkable stories that has that has ever been told on television. And I'm not talking about the content. I'm talking about the success of how it's been done. And and the way that it has um, demonstrated year after year continued kind of toppling of its previous own high point. But for you, when you were um, considering the role of Zebedee and you were thinking, I, I'm going to be part of this and we're not going to have normal funding and I don't know what it's going to look like and all the rest of that. D- d- were there some questions in the back of your mind going into it? Oh, for sure. I was. Uh, I, I turned down the role about three times once I booked it because. <laughs> All these voices came into my head and told me, don't do this. This is a waste of time. Going back to what you're saying about the funding. Also, I did not want anything to do with a religious project. Because in my mind, I saw myself dressed in a robe, speaking Shakespearean into the sky. And I, <laughs> I do not want to be involved with anything like that. Um, so, yeah, there was. How did your mind? Concern. How did your. Okay, I'm very curious now. How did your mind eventually get changed? Well, it's amazing. I I made a deal with my agent at the time. I said, I'm voicing the Care Bears animated series, and I'm still working my part-time retail job. If both of those people let me off, then I'll go to Texas. Otherwise, I ain't going, because this is late November, and I don't want to get fired from my part-time job. <laughs> I go to Care Bears, Marsha Goodman. She's a voice director. I ask her. A blank look washes over her face. She freezes. She looks at me, and she says, it's okay, go. We'll make up the episodes when you come back. I said, I'll be gone for like two and a half weeks. It's okay, go. I'm like, what? I go to my part-time job that same night. The same look washes over my manager's face in his office. He freezes. He snaps out of it. He looks at me and he says, yeah, you should go. It sounds like a good opportunity. He says the exact same thing she says. I'm like, what's going on here? I said, bro, I've got like 10 shifts. I can't give away all of them in time. His face freezes again. He thinks, snaps out of it. He looks at me and he goes, it's okay. I'll just take you off the schedule. We're talking late November here, like holidays. Wow. I end up going, uh, b- d- b- uh, email my agent. I, I guess I'm going to text this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got to say, um, and I've, I've told most of the people that we've had on this show uh, r- attached to the project, the same story, but I'll repeat it here. Mm. Um, I knew that this was powerful, uh, creative television watching it myself didn't realize how big of an impact it would have until my 10 year old was just as enthralled with the week to week uh, episode to episode uh, Mm. desire to find out, you know, what happens next. And we're a church going family and we're Christians and we believe that Jesus lived and died and rose again and uh, all the, all from all of that. So there's that standpoint that we're coming to this from, and we're saying this is, this is illustrating our faith to the public mainstream in ways that we've never seen done before with quality that it's never uh, seen before. But at the same time, that's kind of the the back part of my cynical brain going, you know, this. So they, they put on a good show. Meanwhile, my 10 year old who would like to be a movie producer someday is sitting here uh, tearing up at in many places through seasons two and three. Uh, mm. And we're having deep conversations about, you know, what what was going on and why did uh, this character interact with that way and that one? So it, what you guys are doing is important well beyond what you may realize or even believe um, at the time. We're speaking with Nick Shakur, who is uh, the character Zebedee in The Chosen. 
And you've you've been, uh, according to your own bio, a goofball, a little bit of a comedian, uh, someone who did impersonations, you know, going back to your days in school. Um, I've always loved the, the your types of people uh, because uh, I, I can always think of how we can use them uh, in in creative ways. But is there a creative bug inside of Nick Shakur that just has to get out? and uh, has been fidgeting around inside of you your entire life. Definitely. No, that's actually, that's a perfect way of, of describing it, uh, that, that creative bug that God plants in you and it starts getting stronger and stronger to where you're at a place where you have to do it. No matter what you have to, you have to express that gifting that God has put in you. And, um, and I will say, the character of Zebedee in The Chosen is definitely fulfilling many different facets of that creative bug that only could be fulfilled before in the world of voiceover hmm. with animated characters for video games or TV, interactive games. Uh, I'm, I'm able to play him in The Chosen in a way that, um, that you know, like... You'd play Johnny Depp with uh, with Jack Sparrow or, or Willy Wonka. He's this fun, well-rounded character with so many facets in his personality, um, a lot of which I believe are still hibernating and they'll come <laughs> out in future episodes and future seasons. There's there's nowhere he can't go yeah. as a character. So, uh, well, and at this point, because yeah. it's a seven it's a seven season series, you're starting season four and the story is definitively going towards what is ultimately going to be the death of Jesus and the pain and, and mm -hmm. the fear that surrounds that. So it, I expect that the, the intensity that ratcheted up in season three is only going to continue to grow in seasons four and five. But I also think at the same time, that's why the Zebedee character is so important because he is kind of this, the, he's, he's this father who has these two rascals of sons that um, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of, you know, busts their chops legitimately <laughs> for from time to time as a good dad would. Um, yeah. But he also has immense care. He's a very complicated character. And I'm just curious how much of what you've researched and what you're, what you're identifying with him in is, is actually a part of your personality. How much do you identify with him? Well, it's, it's interesting because the way he came to me when I read the script that he received the script for the audition for the chosen and, he was just downloaded to me. I mean, almost instantaneously, visually, his voice, everything was there. And I was thrown off because typically I'll sit there and I'll wait for a download and, okay, well, what, is, what does he sound like? Let's see. And this was like, no, no, no. God was like, this is how you're going to play him. And we will cross the bridge when we get there as far as how much change he's going to go through. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm sure a little bit of my own dad crept in. And that that kind of old school tough love that I believe these days um, is being lost a little bit. People are confusing the tough love with, you know, oh, don't talk to me like that because I'm going to get my feelings hurt. When it's like, no, no, no. Love, love can can mean putting your foot down. Love can also mean gentleness and kindness and doing it from that from that from that place of God's love. Yeah. So I felt all of that swirling in me. And so I said, okay, when I, when I play him, this is, he has all this, he's unapologetic. Like he's not going to sit there and gently approach a situation that needs that stern fatherly love. And I believe, I also believe and see now why he's gaining so much popularity because I'm seeing that stern fatherly love sort of dissipate in our modern world it's being Let, let's let's pick up on that thought when we come back we're speaking mm -hmm. with actor nick shakur of the chosen if you are a fan of the series you know he plays the character of zebedee kevin mccullough live from times square stay here if the last few years have taught us anything it's to adapt to change and adapt quickly hey everyone this is mike and this is brian with fellowship home loans and yes there are more changes coming if you're looking to refinance your home new guidelines are coming out in the near future that are going to make it more difficult to refinance and get the equity out of your home that's right if you have thought about getting some cash out to pay off bills do some home improvements or simply have a little bit of a safety net while we navigate through these tougher economic times it's time to do so right now 
Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com and get that free mortgage checkup and make sure you and your family are in the best financial situation possible. That's 800-804-SAVE, 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, welcome home. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 819382. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. I'm Adam Holtz, and you're listening to Plugged In on The Mission. Ethan, this mission of yours is going to cost you dearly. In the new movie Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Tom Cruise returns for another stunt-filled adrenaline ride as Ethan Hunt. Over the last 27 years, we've watched him go after lots of bad guys, but this time, it's a bit different. That's because the enemy here isn't flesh and blood. Instead, an AI program called The Entity has gone rogue, and it's up to Ethan Hunt to stop it. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is violent and intense without ever getting too graphic. Some sensuality and language turn up too. Oh, and Tom Cruise jumps a motorcycle off a mountain. So we're giving Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 a 3 out of 5 for family friendliness. Read the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. I'm Adam Holtz for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. A compelling look at current events and Bible prophecy. Understanding the Times with Jan Markell. More and more, the world sees Christianity as the problem. There are attacks now on churches, on pro-life centers, which are heavily Christian. Listen Saturday mornings at 9, Saturday nights at 10. As we have turned toward immorality, we become ungovernable. Click on the banner at WMCA.com to sign up for their e-newsletter, Understanding the Times, on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen to More Like Jesus with Pastor Dave Gustafson. 2 Timothy 3 again. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Tune in Monday through Friday evenings at 630. The benefit of studying scripture is as we develop this habit and it starts to reshape our brains, it prepares us for anything that God might want us to do in life. More like Jesus on WMCA. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, we're back. Uh, I'm so pleased to have Nick Shakur here with us. We've had a chance to to speak with some of the cast members of The Chosen over the last few years, and uh, every one of them have a different vibe, a different kind of feel to what they bring to their roles. And of course, every character in that series uh, is so different and is so well-defined. I think the thing that is really uh, there's a lot of things that are really well done about The Chosen, but one of them is that this this story is told from very definable characters that have very finite features and that you can understand and watch grow through their uh, through their story arcs. And what you see happen is uh, the biblical stories kind of come to life. Anyway, Nick uh, has a very um, uh, varied background prior to The Chosen. He had done some TV stuff. He's done some theatrical film. He's done some of the stuff in the video game world. Uh, if if you have people in your house that are fans of the Care Bears, uh, you know uh, that he was Grumpy Bear in uh, in that. So, uh, Nick, you've done a lot of different things. Um, I am curious. You mentioned in the first segment early, uh, and I usually make a deal with uh, the the 
PR people that I won't ask these questions, but I'm going to ask them anyway. Um, you, you mentioned that you didn't want a religious project. And since you yeah. said that, you have now mentioned God no less than six times. So I feel like I've got to ask you, um, what is your relationship to this story that you're that you're a part of? Well, the story of I've said this before, the show itself, The Chosen, has been a conduit that God used to get me to Texas, which led to my Holy Spirit encounter at a church conference I was invited to by a few buddies of mine who I became friends with who were on the construction team. Um, and, uh, and since that encounter, I mean, I've always grown up with God in my household. My mom and dad are Christian. My grandfather was a Greek Orthodox priest, but mm. that it went from seeing it more like a, I need an intermediary. I need it to be this religious thing. It went from that to <sighs> once it came into my body and set it into blazing fire, it turned into, well, no, now I'm in a relationship with him. Like I love him. So and if I, that's the, if that, him. if that's the, the center of Nick Shakur now, does that bring a whole different level of importance to, to what you're, cause it's one thing for an actor to take a job, right? It's another yeah. thing to believe that you're communicating eternal truth to people that are watching. For sure. Now uh, I don't really go out of my way to do anything different. I just, I've, I've let go now because I feel his presence everywhere I go in me and around me that it's kind of like, here you go, God, you do what you're going to do now in this scene. And I'm just going to stand back and watch what you do. That's, yeah. that's how, that's how I've been with it now. How, how does your Greek family um, respond to your role in the chosen? Oh, my mom, she loves it. My, so my mom's Armenian and my dad is a okay. part Greek and Lebanese and, you know, they come from that part of the world and yeah. uh, they're, they're enjoying it. My mom says she gets emotional because she actually doesn't see me when she watches it. She thinks I'm a real dad <laughs> and that she actually has grandkids when she watches it. <laughs> Old grandkids too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fully grown. Um, yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's been a joy to, to have you just for a few minutes tonight and to get to know you a little bit. Um, any, anything you can give us uh, that won't get you in trouble for spoilers for season four? Is there any, what, what's, what's one thing that you could tell us that's going to bait us just to get to the season premiere? So I'm moving like this because we're going to start to feel the tremors before the earthquakes start to hit and things are going to go off balance and they're going to start to slip into darkness. That's all I could say. Well, where season three ended uh, certainly was the uh, the perfect setup for that. And it's going to be a very powerful uh, experience. And friends, if you if you have not seen The Chosen, it's it's hard not to tell you where you can't find it. Um, it's all over the place. Uh, but you can always go to Angel Studios app. You can always go to The Chosen app. You can always um, you can always now watch it. I think it's uh, it's on one of the broadcast networks that uh, it's going to be on the CW soon. Yeah, the CW. Um, and it's been added to a number of other uh, streaming devices and, and options in recent years. Um, Nick, I know this may be kind of hard to imagine, uh, but what would your dream next assignment be after season seven finally wraps? Honestly, it's. It's whatever God wants for me. Like I literally that night at the conference, I died to the world. Hmm. Like I call myself the walking dead. I, d I don't know. I don't, I just want to Nick <laughs> <laughs> zombie Nick. Yeah. It, it's what it feels like. It's like, I'm just kind of following what he's having me do. And yeah. No, that's going to be, that's, that's, that's exciting. And um, I hope that you'll come back and talk to us uh, when, when that uh, happens, but we've got a few more seasons to, to wade through the waters together. And you see what I did there? Very, very, the whole fish yeah. water thing. It's very, very uh, good. N uh, Nick Shakur. Great to meet you. Great to have you on the show. Thanks for being with us. You too. You too, man. Have a great day. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back live from New York. Don't go away. Let's see if something costs less, but people are happier with it. That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. 
MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain the latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit www.allthingshealth.ai. Or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. Download the AM 570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. With us is Jay Jacobs, the Nassau County Democratic Chairman, also the Chairman of the New York State Democratic Committee. What advice would you give to the current field of Democratic presidential candidates? It's a a strong group of individuals, and I respect each and every one of them. What I would advise to these candidates running for president today is let's talk a little bit less about the demons and the villains, and let's talk a little bit more about hope and opportunity and um, a vision for the future that that describes an America and defines an America that we will uh, make this country into that they can look at and say, that's a place I want to live in. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us, and we continue on the Friday edition. A couple of weeks ago, my next guest, who is a regular here, uh, almost on a weekly basis, uh, co-author of a great book about stolen youth, Bethany Mandel rejoins us. Bethany, you reported to us live from the Mons, Moms for Liberty conference that was going on uh, that afternoon, but I'm reading things on your Twitter feed and across Instagram, and this organization, this this movement, if you will, is really uh, gaining steam. It's organizing. It is uh, It is establishing itself in every state. Give us a little bit of an understanding from where you sit, why Moms for Liberty is having this impact, and is it a direct result of the all-out cultural assault on our kids? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's pretty incredible. At their summit, they had 
Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley speaking from the from you know in person on, at the podium. Four years ago, this organization didn't exist. So th- the astronomical rise in their um, in their prominence has been pretty remarkable. And and I compare it to like a union for families. It's a union for for parents and for kids. Um, we've had teachers unions for a long time. And over COVID, that's when Moms for Liberty started. And it really became sort of a, a way for parents to fight back against closed schools and mask mandates. And uh, one, one of the co-founders, Tiffany Justice, uh, she was speaking on Glenn Beck's show about this, you know, local group that she had started where she was living in Florida with um, with Tina is, is her, her co-founder. And um, and she had people contacting her from all over the country. We want to do the same. We want to start a chapter. And so that's what they did. And so um, I, I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head. I think it's like 30 chapters all around the country. Um, but, you know, I was at their summit in Philadelphia this I guess it was two weeks ago now. And there were hundreds of moms there from all over the country right. um, who were chapter heads. And the the stuff that they've accomplished is incredible flipping school boards getting pornography out of the out of classrooms and out of libraries the, the numbers i saw this morning were 300 local chapters now you said yes. 34 years ago yes i missed a zero i missed yeah. a zero well I well no i mean it's zero. grown from 30 to 300 but that's that's the incredible uh thing that i i wanted to highlight for a couple of reasons i don't know if you've been paying any attention to the backlash that the Jim Caviezel film is uh, getting sound of freedom. He's going to be on the show next week, but again, it's, I feel like the media and the elites and the people that think they're the smart ones in charge uh, again, with something that pertains to children, children's safety, children, child trafficking and, and Bethany child trafficking is not that far removed from what you and Carol write about in your book, stolen youth Mm -hmm is is the brainwashing that kind of goes into the front end of everything but but the child trafficking is where some of it ends up and this is a complete repudiation by the elites of the of the of the mindset of where the parents are at on the ground again they know more than we do they're smarter they're supposed to have our kids be you know and i think moms for liberty is such an astounding statement in their face yeah, absolutely. And and they're really intimidated. And how you can tell that they're sort of what what is the saying over the target? That's the yes. Saying? How you can tell they're over the target is that the left has just absolutely lost their minds about it. They're Nazis, they're fascists. Um I was I was reporting to you when we spoke live. Um I was hiding in the back corner of a store and I had to find like the most out of the way place possible. And unfortunately it was loud when I was on your show because I couldn't have a conversation with you and have someone over here that I was with Moms for Liberty because there were hundreds of protesters outside of the summit. And I, it was physically dangerous. They, they were making it physically unsafe. Um, they're, they're terrified of us and they want us to be terrified of them. Well, I want everybody not to be terrified of Moms for Liberty, but I want I want people to understand who they are and what they're about, because I really do honestly think, Bethany, that there's a there's a hard case to be made that they're doing anything other than standing up for moms, standing up for kids, standing up for families in ways that uh, I think the elites thought we would we would never be organized well enough to be able to do, uh, et cetera. What, What what specific areas has it been your observation they have made the most impact on? You mentioned flipping school boards. I know in the 22 race. The one part on the I mean, we, we gained some seats in the House uh, for for pro family kind of ideas. Um, we didn't do as well in the Senate, didn't win the Senate back. But we we did have a bit of a landslide in about 34 to 40 huge city school boards across the country where they they literally had transgender pushing leftists uh, that were sitting on the on the school boards and they got thrown out in favor of regular moms and dads. Um, has there been any additional areas where they've made headway in terms of uh, what they're working on? So a lot of the achievements that I think they can count in their favor are local. And so um, there was a great uh, speech. I live in in Maryland. Um, There was a great speech by one of the members here named Kit Hart. She's the the chapter chair in Carroll County, Maryland. And she gave a great speech. I I have it on my Twitter account. 
uh, about pornography in her local school board. It's also on the Moms for Liberty Twitter account as well. Um, and she got they in Carroll County, they got a lot of books taken out of the libraries. And I think that's the achievements that they're really um, counting in their favor. But also it's just this organizational tool that, you know, even even in blue states like where I live in blue areas where I live. They're organizing for the first time and getting getting moms to sort of band together, um, and they're helping to organize a rally here where I live in, in Montgomery County. I'm going to be covering it for the New York Post about the fact that they won't allow parents to opt their children out of LGBT curriculum in the public schools. They say, these are the books you're re- we're reading to your kids, and you get no say. And so uh, along with the Muslim community, Moms for Liberty is organizing rallies. Um, and, you know, before Moms for Liberty started, it wasn't it wasn't easy to organize around sort of a common ideal. And now, even in these blue areas, we have that tool. Yeah. You know, I don't want my kids reading any sexual content in school, whether it's uh-huh. LBGTQ or the facts of life. Uh, I, yep. I would like to uh, leave them as innocent as possible until I, as their parent, decide when it is uh, appropriate for us to begin those conversations. And by the way, yep. for all you, for all of you, for all of you out there uh, nodding your head going, Oh, Kevin, you're such a goody two shoes. I'm probably going to start earlier than you think I am, but I'm going to yep. do it in a context that respects my faith, my family, m- the, uh, the distinctions of the two well. sexes. Exactly. And it's going to be a place where they can ask questions and I don't have to worry about people's motives. Anyway, um, Bethany, great job. Um, Please keep us posted on everything that you're doing with Moms for Liberty. And we would like to uh, wave their flag because they're doing such important work. We appreciate you being with us. Yeah, thank you so much, Kevin. Follow her on Twitter, by the way. She mentioned it. It's Bethany Shondark. Uh, Mandel's her married name. Bethany Shondark uh, on Twitter. You can follow that. Kevin McCullough coming right back for this Friday. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98, and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. Chosen People Ministry is excited to announce a special concert in New York City with renowned Messianic Jewish musician Joshua Aaron, who will perform at the New York Society of Ethical Culture on Sunday, July 30th. Joshua Aaron is an award-winning American-Israeli independent singer and songwriter who resides near the Sea of Galilee with his wife and five children. He's founder of Gather the Nations and hosts an annual Worship in Israel tour, bringing believers on an unforgettable journey to the Holy Land. His music, sung in English and Hebrew, blends a wide array of sounds, including traditional Jewish genres reaching millions of listeners of all nations and languages. Experience a joyful night of Messianic worship sung in English and Hebrew, and be sure to bring a friend. For tickets and more details, go to ChosenPeople.com. That's ChosenPeople.com. Want more AM570 The Mission? Go to AM570TheMission.com to listen live, tune into podcasts, sign up for events, learn about our advertisers, join the fan club, and more. That's AM570TheMission.com. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio well kevin mccullough glad to have you with us for these final few minutes um i i do feel obligated to tell you you need to be watching the salem news channel this weekend uh salem news channel can be downloaded on an app uh, for your apple devices for your roku for your prime fire your, your google play it's it's available on all of those platforms uh, you can also get it for your phones, uh, just the Apple App Store or the Android App Store, and uh, there you have it. 
Um, but we've got a big, big show. Uh, Sean Spicer, former White House press secretary, is going to join us. Dr. Laura Purdy, America's favorite doctor, is going to be with us. Uh, we've got a very important report from the uh, House of Lords in the UK on efforts to stop that Armenian genocide in uh, Azerbaijan. And then uh, we'll have a lot of fun, too. Uh, assignment desk weekend. Man, do we have a lot of material to work with for uh, stories this weekend. And in the uh, new music spotlight, it's going to be Big Daddy Weave and Katie Nicole, a brand new duet called God is in my story. And a little bit later on, she's going to return with her uh, big, big hit. Uh, I pray Jesus. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got a lot to get to. Anyway, I wanted to tell you uh, nine o'clock Saturday night. Sunday night, both both nights on your weekend, Salem News Channel, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, check it out there on the Salem News Channel. You can't miss it. And if you don't have any of those devices, you can just watch it online at SalemNewsChannel.com, SNC.TV, if that's easier to remember, SNC.TV. Have an update for you from Disneyland. Uh, it looks like that battle that uh, the Disney Corporation had with Governor DeSantis uh, has caused... Uh, Disney, a bit of uh, reflection, shall we say, on what they want to do. Uh, Disney boss Bob Iger said yesterday, according to the New York Post, that he doesn't want to be drawn into any culture wars as Disney continues to weather a battle uh, from the governor of Florida during an interview with Sun Valley's summer camp for billionaires in a Thursday sit down with CNBC. Iger said of last month's um neo-nazi protest outside walt disney world's orlando theme park that was horrifying i don't really want to engage in the specifics except to say that it's not our goal to be involved in a culture war Iger echoed the sentiment when questioned for the house of mouse's ongoing legal dispute with florida uh governor DeSantis, who has entered the 2024 presidential race the last thing i want is for the company to be drawn into any culture wars against DeSantis. uh the First Amendment case was filed in April, which has since uh, escalated into a uh, kind of row of warring lawsuits. They're going back and forth, suing each other. Um, what we should not be hearing after today are arguments that Disney won the battle with DeSantis. Uh, plain as day, they lost the fight and DeSantis won. If you can get Disney to just be neutral, you don't have to be anti-LGBTQ. Just don't, Just don't promote them. You don't have to be pro-abortion. Just don't promote it. Be neutral. Be a place for families to go and have a neutral and wonderful time. And you will be fine, Mr. Iger and Disney. You're America's favorite playground for a reason. It's not complicated. Just don't get involved. And if what Bob Iger said is true, it should prove uh, pretty well for them in the going forward. All right, Kevin McCullough, have a great weekend. We'll see you on the Salem News Channel, 9 p.m. Saturday night and Sunday night, and then back here first thing next week.